Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. So welcome back again to part two of Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. I said, my name is John Kelly, joined in studio here by Michael Keating. And join on the other end of the telephone, it's a pleasure really to, to have on with us to join us as a guest this morning, uh, Don Devani, who's been involved with Divine Mercy. I think, Don, is it about 25 years you've been organising Divine Mercy Conference in Dublin? It is, John, yes. This is our 25th and anniversary, thanks be to God, and was involved from uh, 1988, which is 28 years um, after a trip to Medjugorje. Uh, that's where I got involved, so... In all its 28 years, 25 conferences, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God, and thank you so much for bringing it. I know later on we might speak a little bit about your website and so on and so forth. But maybe for those people at home, for those people listening into the car, maybe somebody's listening to us in Hong Kong, I don't know. But maybe there's some people out there saying, Divine Mercy, what's Divine Mercy? Can you let us know? Yeah, well, Divine Mercy is, it's, mercy is uh, love's second name. God is love and mercy is love's second name. It's a gift from God. It's a gift where he gave his life on the cross there on Good Fridays. But we're bought and paid for. He loves us so much that he gave his his entire life to us. He put his life on the cross and gave his life on the cross. So God's mercy is it's a lovely translation in Latin, misericordiae dare. It's to give compassion to the heart. And in the Hebrew of it is hesed, it's loving kindness. And they're too beautiful. I'm a great believer in, in simplicity. And, and so God's mercy is his loving kindness to each one of us, no matter what mistakes we've made. And God knows, John, I can tell you, if I'd be the world's number one writer on how to make mistakes in your life. So. I think you'd be behind me, Don, but anyway, <laughs> I think we're both in the same boat. And that's... <laughs> Yeah, so it's for God's mercy, it's for people that are struggling, that are hanging on by their fingernails. And I can tell you, I've made more mistakes than a little in my life and made more bad decisions and wrong decisions. And each time I've had to come back to him and say, listen, sorry about that, I got it badly wrong. And mm-hmm. each time he opens, with, with open arms, he welcomes me. So. I think that's lovely just to introduce it as being love. Just give us some background, can you, in terms of, of, of how did Divine Mercy come about, uh, you know, the commemoration of the same and the celebration of the same, and when did it all start? When did it all start? It started with in, in, uh, in 1905 with a, a lady called uh, St. Faustina, Maria Faustina Kowalska, mm-hmm. a young Polish girl, she was born in Blakowicz, and um, as she grew up, um, Jesus was given her uh, locutions, given her interior messages, mm-hmm. and she started writing these messages down in six little notebooks. Now, this girl was only educated to primary cert in Irish education terms, so yeah. she wasn't a scholar or anything else, but she wrote these messages down in six little notebooks, and these notebooks became known as her, the Diary of St. Faustina, but they were so illegible and the grammar and the spelling, and this will, many of your listeners now will uh, will appreciate this, especially when I think back to, to national school. Mm. You know, the bad spelling, bad grammar, and you get your essay back and there'll be more red on it than blue. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's still happening. <laughs> Go on anyway. Faustina <laughs> yeah. uh. was like that. That's, she was just terrible speller. Grammar was terrible. So when the case went to Rome, uh, they couldn't make head nor tail of it. So they 
they put it on the they put it on hold for twenty years, and then when uh, Paul the sixth became pope, um, he met Carl Bocchile, the Archbishop of Krakow, and he said to he said to Saint Paul said to uh, Carl Bocchile, mm. the Archbishop, he said, look, now is the time for God's mercy. Now is the time for Saint Faustina, and Carl Bocchile nearly fell off the post. Many people think that. It was when John Paul became Pope that then he he took the devotion and because he put it forward already. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, Paul the Sixth, Pope Paul the Sixth, put it forward. But just to get back to the mm-hmm. essence of it, that Jesus said, Saint Faustina said to Saint Faustina said to Jesus, she said to him, "Why are you giving me this message of mercy? Why are you giving me this when mercy is God's mercy? It's two thousand years old." She said, why are you giving me this message? And he said, the reason I'm giving it to you is that the world has forgotten about my mercy. Mm. And the people who should be telling the world about my mercy aren't telling them. And I'm telling this to you to make people aware to come to my mercy and ask for my mercy. And I'm only waiting and willing to give it to everybody who asks for it. Mm-hmm. So that was the reason. And a lot of people think, a lot of people in the church think that uh, this is the Polish variety of God's mercy. It isn't. It's the same God's mercy. There's no difference. All it's given, the divine mercy apostolate, is to remind people to come and to remind the world to come and ask God for his mercy. You know, and, and uh, you know, this is the thing, John, that's important. You know, there are elements in the church that think, well, we're on the bus, so you mm. know, we're okay. Yeah. There's 7 billion people in the world, 1.2 billion people are Catholics, and of them there's about 30%, say, and I've been generous in this, practicing, and yeah. most of mm. those are in Africa, Philippines, Asia, India, and um, <clears throat> Europe is about 13 or 14%. Yeah. But, but the important thing is that the God's mercy is for everybody, the whole 7 billion people, mm. and Everybody needs God's mercy. And Pope Francis said very astutely, he said, you know, he said, he said, uh, I don't want everybody to convert to Catholicism. He said, that's not what I'm about. I'm about that people live good lives no matter what religion they're a part of, that they mm-hmm. live good, decent lives. And that's what he wanted. And he said, that's, you know, it's like in Medjugorje at the time that our lady was saying to Vitzka that the most the holiest woman in the village was a, a Muslim lady yeah you that's know? right yeah mm. and, and, and this concept that we need to get over is like God's mercy is for everybody and especially for people listening in tonight who feel they've made a complete bags of their lives and they really they wouldn't know where to start mm. going back and trying to rectify it that God is saying to each person listening he's saying it doesn't matter what your sin is I'm waiting on you with my mercy it, there is no sin that cannot be forgiven there is no sin that the priest hasn't heard before and he said to Faustina he said in the tribunal of my mercy that's where real miracles occur you know only my priest mass for me so when we go to confession like expect expect a miracle confession has two purposes one education and the second and probably the most important one is the healing the healing power in confession mm-hmm. really when we go to confession that we go for God's mercy for healing and for education educating so 
Mm. Uh, not to keep hurting ourselves with sin and, and true sin. So, um, so, so I think that's that's the essence of divine mercy. It's for the guy hanging on with his fingernails that really doesn't know what it's about or what life is about or why he's here or. And it, 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 it's not so special this year, you know, just to hear, uh, just to hear you reflecting and sharing that with us. This being the year of mercy, so yeah. much more important to to hear that, that no matter who we are. And and you know, you know, John, in this year of mercy, the last three popes, um, Pope um, Paul, Pope John the Second, John mm-hmm. Paul the Second. Mm. Pope Benedict XVI and now Pope Francis, the three of them have been emphasizing God's mercy, that this is a time for mercy. This is a time for this is a time for for those people who believe for reaching out to people around them in their own families, in their own homes, in their own neighborhoods, in their own workplaces to say, Look, you know, come back, you know, God is God is just waiting on you to come back and God loves you and I think that's the first message people need to hear it's just God loves them and as Pope Francis St. Francis said mm. to his, his disciples he said go and preach the gospel and use words if you have to yeah you know? yeah. yeah I like that one <laughs> you know it's fabulous you know? I like that one our lives John is the, the example of our lives is, is, is what will turn people and help people more than any words we ever preach at them, you know. And I suppose some people would say, and I know I'd love to stay with that point a lot longer, but some people might say, well, why have such a thing as Divine Mercy Sunday? Okay, the reason for Divine Mercy Sunday is this, is that in in the 4th century, St. Augustine wrote in his book, in his Confessions, he wrote about the Compendium of Mercy, that's the great Feast of Mercy. And people think the Feast of Mercy and Divine Mercy Sunday is new. It was lost in translation up through the ages. And the reason for it was this. It was like, um, it was like say, Limerick winning the All-Ireland final on All-Ireland Day. And mm. a week later, they have a celebration for all their fans who supported them the whole way up along. And Divine Mercy Sunday is like this. It's, a, it's, like, um, it's like the resurrection is the flower and Divine Mercy Sunday is the fruit of the flower. Jesus died on Good Friday. He rose on Easter Sunday. He gave his life. The victory is won. And now he's saying, as a result of winning that victory, I am now given a pardon to all prisoners of sin everywhere throughout the entire world because the victory is won. I bought and paid for each person. And now all I want you to do is come and avail of this mercy that has been won by his death on the cross. And for to do that, John, it, and, and it's an amazing feast. It's like a special offer mm. for people. It's mm. like a special, a spiritual special offer that just for people to do four things. One is go to confession nine days either side of the feast. The mm. second is to receive communion in a state of grace on the day of the feast. The third is to venerate the image. That's to kiss or touch the image. And the fourth one is do an act of mercy in word, deed, or prayer. Or somebody in your in your family, in your community, in your workplace, whoever you meet on that day. And that's all he asks. For those four conditions, every sin is wiped out and the temporal punishment due to it. So I say to my family, 
when I die, I'd like to die leaving the church on Divine Mercy Sunday because yeah. this year, because I go straight to heaven. Yeah. And Divine Mercy Sunday is that reach out to everybody to say, look, here's a special offer on. It's especially for people that have been away from the church for a long time and feel lost. Now is the time to start again. We draw a line in the sand, come back. That's pure gift. You mentioned there, Dan, the image. Yeah. Tell us about the image. The image is quite an amazing image. On the 22nd of February 1931, Jesus gave St. Faustina the image to paint. And he said to her, and this is the most extraordinary picture of all the paintings in the world. Now, she had this painting done 12 times before she was happy, and mm-hmm. she still wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Eugene Car- I can never pronounce his name, Caravascas. Mm-hmm. He was, um, he was, he painted the image, and she wasn't happy with. But he, Jesus said to Faustina, he said, "It doesn't matter about how it looks." He said, "Just whoever gazes on it, the most hardened heart will be softened, softened by just gazing on the picture, by just gazing on the image, without having to say a word to anybody." All they have to do is to gaze on the image and it will soften their hearts. And that's quite amazing because the images, you know, is blood and water gushing forth. You know, the red and white rays uh, coming from the heart of Jesus. You know, the white is mm-hmm. for our salvation, the red is for our purification. And that we're, we're bought and paid for. And that But just gazing on this image, John, just, you know, it's, it's most uh, miraculous that somebody doesn't even you don't even have to open your mouth yeah. just mm. show this picture to somebody just give it to somebody and we, we had this special offer if we've offered John for the last 18 months a free picture to every church in the country and the reason for that was that people you know where priests say aren't into celebrating but people can go themselves without because the priest will preach on mercy People can go and receive Holy Communion. They can do an act of, of mercy for yes. their neighbour. Mm. And once the picture is hanging up, you know, people can venerate it or touch it or they can even touch it or kiss it at home. And that's the four, meets the four conditions. So it's mm-hmm. a tremendous, tremendous. The image is so powerful, you know. And if people would give it as... I've started giving it as wedding presents and baptism presents and any Beautiful. I get, I'll give it to somebody for just to have it in the house. Beautiful. So I'm very conscious of time, John. No, you're right. Thank you very much indeed. No, yeah. just, just, just two more things that I, that I just want to mention to you there. One about the, um, the hour of mercy. It's a special hour of mercy. And yeah. do people celebrate this or recognize this each day? Well, the hour of mercy, he said to Faustina, he said that three o'clock is the hour of my great mercy. And he said that, he said to Faustina that if you don't have time to go in if because of your duties and your, the jobs you have to do, if you don't have time to go into the church and do the stations of the cross at this hour, mm. what you can do is just say the three o'clock prayer, you know, of blood and water which gush forth from the heart of Jesus as a font of mercy for us, I trust in you. You know, and, mm. and he said to her as well, he said, by one hour's meditation on his passion is worth more than a year's sacrifices. And he said, if, if a person makes a request of him during this hour of mercy, 
that if it be compatible with his will, he will grant it. That so, if it, it's a bit like Divine Mercy Sunday, John. If you have a special request that you need to make, three o'clock is the hour to make it. Be- beautiful. Or to meditate on his passion for an hour, and I can tell you something. It just, it, it really is. It's a great promise that he's given to us. You know, and again, people don't know about it, so they don't avail of it. I want to just ask you just one thing now before we go for a bit of music. Um, there, there is a chaplet of Divine Mercy. Yes, he gave... Briefly, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. He gave Faustina the chaplet because he said to her, he said that this is... He gave it one as the preparation for the Divine Mercy Sunday, but most importantly, it was for... He gave it to her for those souls who are dying mm. because he said that the most fearful moment in a person's life is the moment that before they leave this life and enter the next yeah. and he gave her that chaplet to allay people's fears that so when this chaplet is said in their presence all fear disappears and peace comes and I've seen this so many times in my own personal experience John you know so it's a powerful prayer to say no matter what time of the year it is you can do the novena and he's so well disposed to answering requests coming through the novena and we are going to play a little bit of muting in just one second, uh, which actually comes from the Divine Mercy uh, Conference there, and thank you so much for allowing us to play it. Um, it is actually a decade of the chaplet. But before that, we might go back again to where you started, just in the last few seconds again, just to remind people again about that lovely word you used there, uh, connected with Divine Mercy at the start of the interview, which was love. Just remind us again about that love again. Yes, that, that mercy... Uh, God is love and mercy is love's second name and mercy is loving kindness that's how it translates and the other Latin translation is to give compassion to the heart to have pity on those who are really downtrodden and uh, that's what mercy is and especially for those who are hanging on by their fingernails and there's a lot of us doing it. Dan, thank you so much. Will you stay with us for the re- a reflection of the gospel, please? Be, be delighted, absolutely be delighted. Thanks a lot, Dan. So, yes. listen, maybe people just might want to reflect on these uh, just about two and a half minutes of a decade of the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, which was taken from the Divine Mercy Conference um, held early on this year in the RDS. Let's say this. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on our world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the Passion, have mercy on. 
Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.